Hi, everybody, and welcome to the You Don't Wanna Know podcast. Well, guys, I think I'm starting to get a regular pattern, so let's see if this sticks. We'll find out. Thanks for tuning in. And in light of October being over, I decided that I was going to do an episode on cryptids because I really want to just prove to myself that as long as you hold spooky season near and dear in your heart, it'll never die. So I chose two cryptids and this is the first time that I'm doing something like this. So I don't know how long this episode will last, um, but we're on this journey together. First, I want to talk about a show or movie, I should say. It was called Pray for the Devil and honestly, didn't hate it. It was kind of crazy. So I saw it and it's really interesting. It's like a different take on exorcism. So we've been doing the same exer- way of exercising demons this entire time, essentially. And it's just a new way to do it. So it's very interesting. Um, not like extremely scary, but it has its moments. And it's just like on a scale of one to 10, one being like the worst horror film ever, 10 being the best. I give it like a seven and a half, eight, maybe, you know, so not mad about it. Not super excited about it, but I'm really not mad about it. So that's pretty cool. My next one, I'll just let you guys know right now because I'm like super pumped about it is Barbarians. It's got one of like my favorite actors in it. It's the guy who was like the young teenager in Dodgeball and he was like the main person in Accepted, if you know those comedy show movies. (laughs) and then he's like you know what I'm super hilarious but this is not for me I'm just gonna do horror films so then he was in Jeepers Creepers and one of my all-time favorite and I'm saying this very sarcastically if you can't tell horror films is Whisk nope Tusk Tusk there we go it's Tusk horrible movie (laughs) like I I don't know how that happened um Honestly, though, I would say it's worth the watch just to say that you've watched that movie. Because, like, Johnny Depp's in that movie. The dude who I can never remember his name is in that movie, the one we were just talking about. And then the guy that played the main character in The Sixth Sense, the little boy, he's in that movie, too. So it had so much potential, but (laughs) it's just, mm, mm, that's all I have to say is, mm. I don't even know. No words can truly describe that movie. And then the ending, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they just did that. So how did I even get on this? Oh yeah, The Barbarian. He's in that movie and I heard it was scary. So I'm very excited to watch it. It looks spooky. I wanted to see it in theaters, but I just missed it somehow. So those are the movies. Um, Then finally, I want to talk to you guys about something. I was spending the night at someone's house and legitimately in the middle of the night I heard a knocking and this was like mm, 1 or 2 a.m and the town that I was staying at was like a really 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 small town there was like a little neighborhood with like a bar a church and a post office maybe I think so very very small really far away from everything so it was in the country so like it doesn't make any sense and the knocking sounded like it came from like 
in the room and just like talking about it is freaking me out so this is the weird thing i like just came into bed i think i like woke up for a second and i was i wasn't sleeping i was thinking about something and i don't know if you guys can hear this but this is what i heard just like that with like that much space in between so it was just really weird and i like i don't know I think I might be ruined in multiple different ways. Uh, the first way is the fact that I lived in an old house growing up. So like it made creaky noises all the time. So I don't get freaked out by that at all. Um, I'm a very rational person. So I don't think ghosts are real. What? Did I just say that? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry, guys. I don't really know. I mean, I just hope you guys can respect my opinion. I think that scary stories are really fun, but I just, I can't justify ghosts, unfortunately. Um, I believe in more nefarious things, for sure, but ghosts just don't make sense. So that one was weird. That one was really, really weird that it happened. But another way I was ruined was I uh, worked at a haunted house, so that stuff doesn't scare me, but that's not relevant. <laughs> so I got a little freaked out, but then I went to bed like... 10 15 seconds later i was really tired plus like i don't know i just i know that it's nothing like nothing can hurt me i'm okay like the worst thing that can hurt me is a person you know so i just went to bed i guess but it was it was freaky i will say that like i know that there are different things that it could be like something shifting into place or settling i don't know it was just really weird though so i wanted to share that with you okay so the reason we're here, let's get uncomfortable. We are, well, I should say the first cryptid is the Black Eyed Children. Such a classic. So if you've never heard, let me tell you about it. The Black Eyed Children is an urban legend about children asking to come in. Whether it's like your house or your car, they just want to come in, like let them in. They're usually between like 6 and 16. Um, sometimes they wear outdated clothes and they can be anywhere. So like I said, they could, you could be sitting in your car and they can knock on your car. It's usually um, in your home though. They want to come in your home. So their eyes can either be just blacked out with like the iris of it. So like where your colored the color of your eyes are, that whole thing could be black or the space your like eye socket or i should say their eye socket could just be completely blacked out so people always say they feel an immense amount of dread when they're near these things um just very uncomfortable something's not right essentially some people think that they're aliens come down to earth and the theory with a lot of like alien stuff is that like aliens can just barely passes humans but there's always something off about them so that's where that comes from like the eyes they couldn't get the eyes right so they're just like let's just make them dark no one will notice oh we noticed some people think that they're demons and they need permission to come into your life or your home which is scary so no thank you it is also said that you only see them if you already know about them and that's the case for like so many things like sleep paralysis or I think that's what, yeah, sleep paralysis. If you've like heard about it, you're going to get it. And oh my gosh, guys, the first time there was like a documentary called Nightmare. I watched that whole thing. And at the end, it's like, 
oh yeah, I told my friend about it and she got it. And everyone I've told about it has got it. So I was legitimately afraid to fall asleep. But I did eventually. And no sleep paralysis for me. Knock on wood though, right guys? So, um, yeah, okay. So the people already, the people that know about them tend to see them. So maybe you shouldn't listen to this episode, but do it anyways, because it's for the story. And if you find them, send me an email at ydwkpodcast at gmail.com. I really hope you guys don't see it. So that's just, we just jokes. We got jokes around here. Okay, back to the story. So the stories say it's been happening since the 1980s, but the original story was from Brian Bethel, and he was a Texas reporter. He said that he ran into these two black-eyed children in Abilene, Texas. Um, So he told that story, and I don't think it picked up much traction until 2012. Uh, It became really popular, and he retold the story for, like, TV. And in 2014, a paper was published, and it was three stories of the legend. Um, I believe it was overseas, actually. Sorry. So, in 2014, it traveled overseas and was on the front page of a paper that, like, featured stuff like that. So, people still say that they see these children either, like, on the side of the road, um, outside their homes in the dark, or even worse, in the dark corner of your room. So, make sure you guys got lights everywhere because that's where usually things tend to hang out, is in the dark corner of your room which ties into sleep paralysis, which I totally forgot <laughs> was in the story. So that's kind of fun little tie-in. Uh, okay, so here is one of these stories. Here we go. In a snowy town within the middle of nowhere of Vermont, okay, an elderly couple heard the sound of three loud knocks on their door. They opened the door and saw two children, a boy and a girl. Parents will be here soon. May we come in? The children did not make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. The kids settled on the couch where the wife made some hot cocoa and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry with the children. May we please use the restroom? The wife looked at the kids and she saw... Finally, sorry about that. The wife looked at the children and she finally saw them. The children's eyes were as black as the starless universe. She directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband, who was covering his face with his hands. Did you see their eyes? The husband then shown her his. Okay, sorry. The the husband then showed this makes no sense i'm sorry the husband then showed is what it's supposed to say her his hands full of blood from a nosebleed the power suddenly went out and the house turned as dark as the kids eyes the wife headed to the restroom and was confronted by the voices of the kids at the end of the hallway uttering our parents are here the children then exited the house leaving the door wide open the wife then noticed that they were two, there were two men in the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. The wife waved, but didn't receive the friendly gesture. 
but didn't receive the same friendly gesture. The two men and children then drove away together in the car. The power came back on, and a little later, after the kids left, throughout the next week, weird things happened in the house. Three out of four cats went missing, and the thing happened in the house. What? Oh, I, I reread the same sentence, sorry. And the fourth had been found dead in a pool of its blood. That's horrible. I'm so sorry if that's true. The husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor where he received the diagnosis of very aggressive cancer. Oh my gosh, that is such a horrible story. I'm so sorry. I made that like kind of too funny, so I feel a little bad now. Um, I don't know why she would wave to the men in the driveway after all that crap happened. Oof, it's kind of freaky, but I mean, friendly lady. She's probably from the Midwest because that's what we do. We're nice. We wave. Okay, so this is the next one. My grandma's town was pretty small, so everyone knew each other, but it was surrounded by forests, so you could, could ugh, whoa, sorry, so you could get lost quickly. I've been walking around for what seems like years and still haven't found anyone. It seems after a few minutes, mins, okay, that's weird, I don't know why they abbreviated it, a few minutes that it was getting late and I'm getting really hungry. I don't recognize where I'm at. Just a bunch of trees and really dark, dense forest. Everything was getting darker and darker until I saw what looked like my two friends near a bonfire. I rushed up and something told me not to not get close. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Wow, weird sentence. I'm glad I didn't. They asked me if they could play with me. I asked who they were or where they came from. They stood quietly and didn't say anything. That's when I noticed how pale their skin was, and their eyes were pitched pitch black. They were fully, oh, like they were fully under demonic possession. I felt like a big freaking chill come over my spine. After a few seconds, they asked if they could come home with me because they were lost. That's when I started to hear branches cracking behind me. I felt a malicious vibe coming from these two kids as if I stayed longer, I'd be hurt or killed or both. So I started running back the way home. They started running behind me too, which is the worst thing ever. Oh my gosh, I hate thinking about that. Ugh. Okay, sorry, ruined the vibe, my bad. Let's get back to it. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh my gosh, this just gets worse. I kept running and running for a min about a minute and a half until I heard what was what sounded like my grandfather and uncle screaming my name. I ran as fast as I could with my lungs burning at this point. I caught up to my family and friends. They hugged me and looked at, looked mad at me, but happy to see me. They asked where I've been. I told them I was playing, playing manhunt and was looking for my friends who were hiding. That's when they told me they were worried sick because I was nowhere to be seen for two hours. That's when chills ran through my spine. I know I was gone, but I wasn't gone for two hours. It felt like 10 minutes. To this day, I don't know what to say about about the missing time, but other people have had time to stop as well as if, what? That makes no sense. Let me start over. I know I wasn't gone for two hours. It was, it all felt like 10 minutes, but this day, I don't know what happened to the missing time. But other people have had time stop as well as if they were in another dimension when encountering a different thing. I went to sleep that night 
horrified and vowed never to go back to my grandparents ever, ever again. I visited a couple times, but never stayed for months like I used to. Everyone now tells me the story of the black-eyed kids. I saw people who come from other places to visit. That's weird. Okay, that was a weird sentence. They all believe me. It's crazy, but never do I want to ever see those kids again. I definitely believe they were demonic or of alien nature, possibly from another planet or dimension. Who knows? All I know is a couple of other villagers driving down the highway that go through, through our town and near the national park have seen weird objects in the sky, black figures on the side of the road for dec- decades. Weird place, but thought it, I would share... Well, okay, so this part's not important. Okay, so um, yeah, black-eyed children, guys. Super fun. Um, I've also read stories of like knocking on the window of a car and being very uncomfortably persistent trying to get into the car. So not fun. Also, um, the thing I'm scared of the most is like being chased. I always wonder, I'm like a good runner, but I always wonder like how long you'll be able to run. Like when something's chasing you, like if you kick it into like high gear and just book it for hours, knowing something's chasing you. But like, I don't know, like that's just, I hope nothing ever chases me. Like honestly, because I feel like I just freeze. Oof. Another thing I don't like is people crawling. Never liked that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, let's move on to the next one, shall we? The next one is called the uh, Indrid Cold or the Smiling Man. I hope I'm saying that right. Indrid Cold is believed to be like an alien or some kind of like demonic thing. So similar to the Black Eyed Kids. Maybe that's its dad. Maybe that's the the long t- or the tall two men at the back were the Indrid men that the grandma saw. Um, some people believe that the Mothman is also kind of connected to this in some way. Um, he's said to be smiling unnaturally, like creepy, sinister, you know, not, not super fun. Um, small beady eyes that are too far apart. And then some people also say that he has no nose, ears, or hair. And then on the other side of things, people say that he has like black slick back hair. So who knows? Maybe he changes it. Also, uh, dark or tan appearance. He's usually wearing some kind of suit. I've heard like an actual like suit, like what you get tailored. Um, I was also picturing like what you think of aliens, like the 90s movies where it's like one suit, like a jumpsuit. Because um, it was said that it was like either green or blue and reflective. So he's just got style, guys. Like we don't understand it because we're not stylish, but that's okay. So, like I said, there's two versions. He's friendly and helpful, like an alien, and the other one is he's an insane, creepy, paranormal man. So, as an alien, he is said to help warn people of the future of what's coming. So, like, danger. The next one is the kind of crazy paranormal person. So, when people see this version of the smiling man, he's like, looking up. So you, I think it's just to like hide his smile because he knows it's like not right, I guess. Um, he was moving erratically, looking up, kind of like weirdly dancing, which I kind of think that's how people... Oh my gosh, my leg. Holy buckets, that did not feel good. I was sitting um, crisscross applesauce 
and mm, holy buckets that does not feel good sorry oh my gosh and you know what i hope you guys appreciate this i could take that out and seem like a normal person but i want you guys to really know who i am and know how weird i am so i'm gonna leave that in there you're welcome so after my leg problem back to the podcast so looking up moving really erratically like dancing i was gonna make a joke and say that's how people describe my dancing and honestly it is because i'm a horrible dancer i want to be better but it's just not happening at this point um he's also and this is my favorite part said to be tied in the men in black so super fun please don't come after me if you're real um i'm just doing my own thing over here stay away please great movies though men in black 10 out of 10 recommend haven't seen the new ones because I don't want the new ones to ruin the old ones. Go Will Smith. Big fan of Will Smith. So, some people think that Injured Man and the Smiling Man are two different things. I have no idea. I took them as the same thing, just different names for them. I think you can do it one or the other way. So, some people think that the Injured Man is the alien one and the Smiling Man is like the paranormal one. Or somehow they're tied together. I'll let you guys choose. Let me know. So let's talk about sightings. The first sighting was in October of 1966. Two boys were just like hanging out, having a good time, and they saw a man in the distance and he was like looking through a fence, which, ugh, hate that thought. Mm-mm, no thanks. Ugh. Um, they thought that he looked really creepy, but they kept like walking towards him to be like quote unquote brave, which like, hmm. <laughs> I get, but like not in that situation, because forget that. Emphasis, forget that. They kept walking, like I said, towards him, and then they eventually like started to see his creepy smile, and the fear just like intensified beyond belief, so they started running. Also, (laughs) as I read like the story on this, a light came on from outside as soon as it like said he was looking at them, and then boom, a light came on, and I might have peed my pants a little bit maybe just thought I'd share that don't know why I had to do that but now you know another fun fact about me um so they started running away as soon as that fear really intensified and they saw that smile and once they got back to like safety they started remembering more features about him which doesn't really make sense to me but whatever I don't know how it works when it when someone's like terrified But they remember those like small beady eyes and virtually no other features except that smile. Well, then two weeks later, in November, a salesman saw the same thing as well. Well, the same thing as in like the same man, if that's what you want to call it. He said the first thing he saw was lightning in the distance. And this is like where it gets confusing. I read this like five times. Um, The lightning was said to be coming from a lamp which was also like he figured was a spaceship. So I don't know if the injured man, quote unquote, was like really, really small or if it was a giant lamp. I don't really know. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, But he said a human-like man came from the lamp and walked towards him, but like not close and spoke to him telepathically. And he said his name was the injured cold and that he was an alien alien and wouldn't hurt him he also said that he was from a different planet and i was like wow he's offering up a lot of information thank you so much that's so kind um 
but he said that he would see him again soon and then peaced out. So the salesman brought all this information to the police who dismissed it and he was like, okay, I guess I'll go to the press, which honestly, like, makes sense to me. Like, if the cops aren't going to listen and protect me, maybe the press will make it public enough that the cops have to. So that that thought process makes sense. Um, After he brought that info to the press and, like, it went public, other people told their story too, which, like, you could take it one of two ways. One, people finally feel comfortable enough to talk about their story, or two, people want to kind of steal your spotlight because they see you're getting some kind of spotlight. And then the salesman claimed that the Indrid Indrid, um, cold, there we go, came back six months later and took him to his home planet. So they must have really hit it off if he's taking him home to his home planet. Good for him. Another sighting was a girl was walking in the middle, oh, sorry, (laughs) a girl woke up in the middle of the night and saw him standing in her room. Once again, no dark corners because that's where things pop up. Um, She saw it and it started walking closer to her and like kind of started leaning over her bed and she went under the bed and just started screaming for a minute and once she came up, it was gone. So... I almost wonder, like, what's worse? Is it worse that he disappeared or would it be worse if he was just, like, standing right there? You tell me. Because I don't know. I feel like both are horrible options. I don't know. Um, So John Keel, he is a reporter and he was um, kind of like the guy that made this famous I want to say I could be like I could be overstepping with that but that's just kind of what I got off of it so like I said he's a journalist and a UFOologist which is a new term for me he was looking for the Mothman because the Mothman is said to be like alien like too and he apparently was getting phone calls from the injured man during this time and the last one get ready this is where the hero comes in the injured man said to get off the silver bridge so a runoff actually he said to run off and john keel did and the bridge ended up collapsing and i think it killed 46 people and that's a real world event that's not something that's made up um so that's where he comes in and really saves the day so the injured man is just a hero so i had to pause the podcast because my watch goes off anytime I say s words too much and I would have kept it on as another way to get to know me but I made a really really gross noise it was really weird I don't know where it came from because I got so scared (laughs) so that's that's the story that's the information I got on these two cryptids um really spooked myself out talking about it in a in a room alone at night at night Let me know if you get that reference. We can be best friends. It's Spongebob. Spoiler alert. So um, I'd love to do more of these. So I probably will because it's my podcast. Um, If you have any cryptid recommendations or like spooky house recommendations, totally message me. Send me an email at ydwkpodcast at gmail.com because definitely going to do this more, but still going to do true crime because like that's it. That's that's the real OG. 
but I'll sprinkle in some stuff here and there. Same thing for true crime. If you have any stories that you want to hear or your own stories, send me an email at ydwkpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook. I keep forgetting to check what name it is. I think it's You Don't Want to Know, though. I believe that's what it is on Facebook. And then um, Instagram, it's ydwkpodcast. And also, guys, um, I was hanging out with a friend and I told her about my podcast and she was like, what's it called? And I'm like, you don't want to know. And she's like, no, I really do want to know. It makes me so happy. (laughs) Every time it makes me so happy. So um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, like I said, send me an email. Follow and like if you don't mind. Have a great rest of your fall. Bye-bye. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth.